Alrighty. Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Pardon me for just one moment. I'm going to pause real quick so I don't snort in your ear. And I'm back. Okay. Sorry, I had some snot to take care of there. Hmm. Fucking Friday. God damn it. I'm ready. Uh, this week was an eternity. Oh. Yeah. Um, not a lot of news in the uh, Popular Outcast Productions Network front. Uh, we are going to have a new podcast premiering at the end of next week. Um, and also we have our monthly podcast the Portable Power Podcast will be releasing Monday probably um, I haven't seen I haven't seen any info for their episode yet but I'm sure I'm not worried about it it's an interesting thing as uh, our podcasts get more and more comfortable with the episode posting process they wait later and later to do it, and I'm, my goal is not to be a taskmaster, uh, as long as they get their shit in by midnight, the, whatever, but, uh, my paranoia definitely does kick in when they've got, like, an hour until their episode drops and they haven't made their post yet, um, but that's just me. I don't think I'm going to, you know, set any rules or anything about people making their posts a day or two early. I mean, that's how I do it, except for this podcast, because, you know, I post it right when I get whatever, whatever, whatever. What? Today, today I wanted to talk, well, first, first of all, I'll start out with, um, it's cheat day tomorrow. Fucking A, it's cheat day tomorrow. I've talked about my diet at length on this podcast, and um, I haven't talked about it in a little while, though. It's been going well. I've lost 31 pounds in two months, and I've actually changed my weight loss goal. I no longer want to weigh 150. I've realized that shooting for a BMI of 24 is not only, not really, BMI is not something that is commonly accepted as a good idea anymore because it only takes, like, one body type into account. And I'm a bigger guy, so I've bumped my weight goal, my weight loss goal up to 160. Uh, that's a more healthy uh, and reasonable goal. And I'm 13 pounds away from it. So that's awesome. That's awesome. But this diet has cheat day built in. And fucking, it's been... I used to do it on Sundays, but now I've been doing it on Saturdays. And it makes Friday the fucking longest day on the planet because it's the last day of work and then I get home and like it's like fucking Christmas Eve. I just want to go to bed as soon as I get home so I can wake up and have a massive bowl of ice cream for breakfast and know that I'm going to eat pizza at some point in the day and just fucking wreck myself. And it's so fucking good. I'm going to have a heaping bowl of Turkey Hill Natural Mint Chocolate Chip Ice Cream for breakfast, and it's going to be 
awesome. Can't wait. Fuck yeah. And then for lunch, I'm going to go to Red Robin and use the Red Robin gift certificates I got for complaining that they don't treat vegetarian customers well. So that's going to be awesome. Because, I mean, their Boca Burgers have been shit lately. And god damn it. I mean, I know I'm a picky-ass vegetarian and I'm a pain in the ass, but I'm paying you money, son of a bitch. And I'm a pol- I, I'm polite, motherfucker. How is it some asshole who got a hamburger gets better gets a better food than I do? Anyway. Fucking A. But this loss of weight has led to something that, um, I mean, it's it shouldn't have been unexpected, but it's something I'm not used to. I'm starting to genuinely like how I look. Um, granted, I'm not there yet, but I uh, have a habit, and this is not something that I think anyone really knows, that when I'm alone and there's a mirror, I will st- Dare at myself in the mirror, and not in like a vain way. In just like I, I have to look like a dog trying to figure out their own reflection, because often I will look in the mirror and be like, "Fuck, is that the emotion I'm feeling?" Because my face looks like I am a grumpy motherfucker, and like it's just. I've always had this weird separation from the person in the mirror. And the older I get and the more self-aware I get, the less that the more that feeling goes away and the more like, "Hey, that's me." Awesome. And as I'm losing the weight, I'm starting to feel it more, but like it used to be I would just stare into the cold black eyes of the reflection looking at me and be like, "What a fat fuck. You're such a god. Look at you. And like, it was subconscious. It was not a, a like an active thing. But now, I mean, granted, I'm still like, you've got man boobs and you've got a m- small second chin and you've got a gut, but like, it's better than it was. So I'm starting to like how I look, which is a weird thing. And that is giving me, like, and generally I'm feeling healthier. Um, like, I've got more energy. I, I, when I'm not eating well, I have digestive issues. Um, I'm more regular. It's just all, like, and it's, it's an odd coincidence that as I start to like how I look physically, I'm paying more time, like, I'm shaving, which is something I used to do, like, monthly. I'm, like, caring what my hair looks like. In general, I'm paying more attention to my appearance. And I, I think that's a good thing. I don't know. But this episode, I wanted to talk about the fact... And it's going to be tough to hit this topic... Without sounding like one of those weird ass men's right dipshits or men's rights dipshits, 
Um, so I'm going to try to be careful with the language I use so I don't sound like an idiot. Um, but self-image issues is not a exclusively female thing. Now, I am not going to make the claim that um, men have it worse than women in this situation or even that it's the sa- just as bad. There's no doubt in my mind that the way, like, the way the media and advertising and uh, entertainment portray women, that they, that women in general have a lot, have it a lot worse with self-image issues. Um, men have a much wider margin of uh, acceptable body types and whatnot. Uh, there are air quotes around acceptable. And how to start this? Um, I was very, very, very judgmental um, about fat people. And it still comes up because my whole family um, came up with just like, you know, fat people are, it's obviously because they're lazy. It's obviously uh, because they lack self-control. They are, they're, they're probably less intelligent. Like, just, my, my family wasn't racist, my family wasn't hateful and at all, except for when it came to fat people, which is something I'm realizing as I get older, um, and man, do they hate fat people, and especially my grandparents on my father's side, um, and that kind of came through a little bit with, through my dad, and... I still catch myself doing it. I still catch myself look at that fat fuck. And I know that that's like, that's terrible. That's awful. Um, one, you just pay attention to what you're doing. Don't be judging anybody. Like, that's just, that's not a necessary thing. But, like, words. Um,. But this leads into what is acceptable for people to be. And that's not anything that you should be deciding. Everyone should decide for themselves what is acceptable for them to be. Like, when I decided to lose weight, I had people be like, Dude, you're, I mean, you've barely got a gut. You're only 200 pounds. That's like, that's nothing. And I know, and I mean, but for me, that was, I didn't like it. You know, I wasn't, I didn't like who I was, I didn't like the way being that heavy made me feel, so it's my choice, like, so I decided that I wanted to weigh less and to be more healthy, and that's cool, but if someone is totally cool with how they look and how they feel, um, then why the fuck should I care? And that's, um... So I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on not judging fat people. And fat people is a terrible, like, way to describe them. But you know what I mean. Uh, people who are, air quotes, overweight. People who are larger build. Like, if you're happy, what the fuck ever. Um, just be healthy. Even when I was relatively, when I was heavier, 30 pounds heavier, I was still relatively healthy. I just wasn't fit. And that's what I'm looking for. I want to be physically fit. Anyway. Um, 
Where was I? Oh, the men's uh, body issues. Um, I 100% fall prey to the notion that in order to be attractive, you have to look like a fucking movie star, like your Brad Pitt's, your Johnny Depp's, whatnot, your Ryan Gosling's. I 100% fall prey to that. Um, I'm not built that way. I'm heavier set. Um, I don't have a slim face. I have a round face. Um, like, and it's only very recently that I've even begin, been able to accept the fact that I might be found attractive by other people. And my... I, uh, I've been, I believe it was Bill from the Popular Outcast that has described me as the, the most self-confident person with the least amount of self-confidence he's ever met. I've got bipolar self-confidence. There are parts of my like life where I am to a fault self-confident, but then there are other parts where I have no self-confidence at all. And that's, it's kind of a fear that I will become a raging asshole if I don't, if I stop nitpicking myself. If I start thinking I'm hot, you know what I mean? If I start becoming like, oh my god, look at her checking me out. You know, and like, I mean, realistically, that's probably not going to happen. But it's, it's a weird paranoia I have that as I am starting to think of myself as attractive... I'm going to start just becoming this massive douchebag. And, um... Yeah, I, I don't know. But... I don't even know where the fuck. I, I've got so many words in my head. Guys care about what how they look, too. It, if you, like, guys are self-conscious about their looks. If they don't fit that paragon of humanity that advertising and modeling and movies and whatnot has set up, I guarantee you they feel, they, they feel self, are self-conscious about it. And, like, I... Everyone knew that guy in high school that would take his shirt off at the drop of a hat because he had, like, abs. Like, every guy wants to be able to fucking do that. Every guy wants to be able to take off their shirt and have people be like, All right. All right. And conversely, every chubby kid, me included, has been terrified to take their shirt off. And no one gives a fuck. They know you're chubby. Um, now, granted, in like high school, there was a higher percentage chance that someone would actually call it out and be like, "Dude, look at your man boobs" and stuff like that. But as an adult, that still holds true. Like, it would. I'm not self so self confident that I could just take my shirt off in public. 
Like, and I mean, I am perfectly aware of the fact that I'm not that heavy. And I am far closer to being average, especially in the United States, than overweight or fat or whatever you want to call it. But still, like, I've got a gut. And I know from the last time I lost this amount of weight, the gut doesn't go away because I've got loose skin. So, like, my gut won't go away for possibly years, no matter how hard I work. And I'm self-conscious about the gut because I know that is not a... It is not seen as a normal, like, sexy thing, as an attractive thing. It's seen as, like, a lazy, a, a ugly, a fat thing. And I don't know how many... I have I, more friends than fingers... Uh, people who are self-conscious about their facial hair. Everyone thinks they should be able to grow a Zach Galifianakis beard in a week. Anyone who has, like, patchy facial hair, um, that uh, any guy I know that can't just grow a full beard whenever they want, oh man, it's starting to rain pretty heavy, um, is self-conscious about it. Like, and coming from someone who only very recently was able to grow a decent beard. I feel them. I feel my beard brothers. I'm driving into a pretty big thunderstorm, so I might have to start shouting into the mic over the rain. I apologize for this. But... This is coming to a great, a, a bigger point, which is, it's socially acceptable to pick on a guy for his body. Like, you can call a guy fat, you can, like, it's, yeah, it's socially acceptable to pick on a guy for, you know, his body. And it fucking hurts. It hurts bad. Wow, this is really raining. I hope you guys can hear what I'm saying. Because I'm trying to make a point as the rain decides that... Fuck. I'd wait it out, but then that's just some boring-ass podcasting. But yeah. If... I'll take it to an even greater point. Recently, I heard someone poking fun at an ex-boyfriend with a small penis. And holy shit. What the fuck? Like, if there is one thing every single guy on the planet is self-conscious about, it's penis size. And I know from having many female friends that size is not necessarily a factor for all of them. There are, like, like there are many different size and shape penises. There are many different size and shape vaginas. And some girls have a smaller vagina overall and don't want a massive penis. Now, there are, granted, there, you know, whatever you're into... That's not what I'm passing judgment on here. 
but say, but like, society has put this standard that in order to be a man, you have to have a penis that hangs below your knees and be able to knock out a, a cat with it. Like, Jesus Christ, this rain. So, like, I'm, I'm happily, I, I am happy with the knowledge that my penis is average. Me, like, meaning, it's probably, it's not too big, not too small, good. I'm not going to disappoint anyone. That, you know, that, that I can rest assured. Granted, I am a, how do you put it, grower, not a shower. Um, my penis is often, when not erect, appears very small. Which, e even though I know what it looks like erect, I'll, I'll go by, I'll like, I'll go by the mirror getting a shower and I'll just be like, fucking A. Like, my penis hangs very small. Now, granted, when I have an erection, I've got a a respectable penis. It's not the, nothing big, but like I said, no one's going home disappointed. And but there's a bit of self-consciousness. If so, if God, thank God, I am at an age where the likelihood of me getting pantsed is a lot less likely. Because if someone were to drop my pants. And it were, and I, like, my penis at rest is something that could easily be made fun of, and that is not, god damn it, that's depressing and really fucking hurtful. Society has made it that, like, um, a man is measured by his penis, and that is it in many situations. So if you're making fun of a guy for having a small penis, that's, like, epically fucking shitty of you. And here's the thing. This is really socially acceptable for somebody to make fun of a guy for a small dick or not being good in bed or anything like that. To make fun of a guy for his sexual prowess or his sexual organ like, it is common in TV shows, talk shows, like, that is, that's why this fucking social norm is out there. Think of it the other way. If, if a guy were to publicly say, yeah, but she's got a weird vagina, I just don't like it, he would be labeled as a sexist. He would be... Um, vilified. That would be seen as an absolutely horrible thing to do. And yes, it does happen. Guys comment on like the size of girls' breasts and whatnot, and that's a terrible thing. But it's recognized by lots of people as being a super shitty thing to do. But a woman gets on on a TV show and like nonchalantly mentions that an ex-boyfriend had a small penis and was a disappointment in general, people fucking standing ovation. You go, girl. And this is where I'm starting 
to fear that I sound like a, one of those men's rights dipshits. It's not the fact that a woman is lording this over a man. It's the fact that it's socially acceptable for her, too. And granted, you could argue that men have been um, objectifying and making women feel bad about their bodies for so long that they deserve the right to do that. But that's a fucking, what, you want fucking body image revenge? That's a shitty way to be. Just, come on. Be, don't be a fucking dick to people. No pun intended. Man. Oh. I don't even... Now, now I'm out of shit to say. Now that the rain has stopped. Oh, fucking A. Maybe I'll recap in case, uh, in case that was hard to hear over the rain. Basically, guys feel bad about how they look too. And it's totally socially cool to tell a guy that he's fat or he's ugly, or he's got a little dick, and this hurts. It fucking hurts. And I've never, like, I've always been a little overweight. I've always been chubby. But I've also, from high school, like, my high school friends still refer to me as the fat friend. Or, like, and it fucking hurts like it hurts me inside because god damn it I have fucking worked to lose weight and I will forever be the fat guy even if I'm not in some people's eyes and it's also not socially acceptable for a guy to get upset about that they're supposed to be just like a uh, good one bro high fives you got me but no, I want to be like, fuck you. Fuck you. You've got like fucking acne and weird teeth and fucking your, your clothing choices are not fashionable. And just like, I want to get defensive. I want to get hurt. I want to be allowed to feel the fucking feelings I'm feeling and not be labeled as a wuss or a pussy, which again, that's sex like the like the association of pussy i.e. vagina meaning weakness that's just, anyway I don't even need to get into that right now and like not all guys are these fucking testosterone driven like lumberjacks we have fucking feelings God damn it. And I just want to feel them without being judged for shit's sake. And I mean, I know this is never going to happen. Like, this isn't a change I'm going to see. And, and I don't feel judged that often. A lot of this is pent up, leftover high school shit. Um, which I haven't gotten over yet. 
but son of a bitch, I see it a lot. And do I want to go into this? Yeah, I will. I fucking will. Here's a little story about how just a a small joke fucking fucked me up for years. Over a decade. I was watching Saturday Night Live and there was a sketch. I don't remember, like, I don't remember a lot of the details, just the moment that fucked me up. But whatever the sketch was, there was a woman identifying an attacker or uh, someone who's actually harassed her something via a lineup, and they all had bags on their heads, and they had their pants off. So that that's the joke. That's the hilarious joke is she's identifying her assailant or whatever by their penis. And hilarious whatever and herein lies now they I, I, there probably were small penis jokes I don't know but the thing that fucked me up was somewhat like one of the lineup arrives a little later and he is referred to someone makes a crack and refers to him as lefty obviously insinuating that his penis arcs to the left and as a person that has a penis that arcs coincidentally to the left as this this you know I was like oh and I couldn't have been more than 12 13 very impressionable and someone refers to this man as lefty and the entire room laughs at him from that point on till after I was in my relationship to the woman I'm married to, I assumed something was wrong with my penis because it hung to the left. I assumed that I was in some way deficient or deformed. Even when I did research years later and found that many penises have curved to them and that it is not odd at all. I was still incredibly self-conscious about the fact that my penis curved to the left. And it was fucking damaging to me. And I'm not saying that, you know, people aren't allowed like that SNL should be ashamed of the joke they made but it really society in general it's okay to make fun of a guy's dick it's and like but also the same society is put like all of your fucking body issues and pressure on one goddamned body part if you don't have a fucking penis handed down from the Greek gods, you are not a man. And I can guarantee you that is not the way most guys' dicks are. And I'm not saying that society doesn't say that men shouldn't be fat. Every, like, every guy wants to be a fucking Adonis. Wants to be, you know, fucking peck-having, 
ab like washboard abs having um, bench pressing a pickup truck kind of guy because that's what society says that real men are and I guarantee you that's not the way it fucking is but it's and it's also more socially acceptable to hold men to these standards because as a society we are progressing and realizing that I mean at least in my circles and it seems the world in general is starting to wake the fuck up with this whole body issues thing and that not all women look like Barbie and that, you know, you need to accept people for how they are and people shouldn't be feel ashamed if they're plus size. But that hasn't really started to take hold for men as strongly. And there are a lot... and But, like, the people who make... Like, there are people who make arguments for, quote-unquote, men's rights... But they're idiots. They're absolutely... They're just assholes. And they focus more on... Oh, well, men should get paid more because their brain is bigger. Which is absolutely incorrect. And they're the worst fucking people. And I mean... I'm a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white American man. I've got it pretty good. I don't have a lot that I have the right to complain about. So, I mean, I'm employed with a full-time job. I just, I really... Life, statistically, is pretty good for me. But these are still things that bother me. That it's it's totally cool. And I'm not I'm not gonna link to this video, but I watched a video of a guy on YouTube who was commenting on it was I don't remember what the fuck show it was, whatever talk show that Sharon Osbourne was on, and they were talking about a story about where a woman had because her husband wanted a divorce, cut her husband's penis off and put it in the garbage disposal. And then obviously turned the garbage disposal on. And the, the general reaction was not being fucking horrified because that's an absolutely monstrous thing to do. Even if he was an asshole... No, the general feeling was, you go, girl, high fives, and the entire audience full of women is applauding and laughing, and just fucking imagine if the tables were turned, and and the husband cut off his wife's breasts and mutilated them, or mutilated her vagina, no, everyone would be fucking horrified. But no, because it's a guy getting his dick cut off is funny. And uh, I've got to go into Walmart and get cat food. I'm going to pause the podcast because you guys don't need to hear that. Um, 
Yeah, I'll be back um, in what will be seconds for you. Fucking A, guys. Fucking A. Alrighty. <sighs> back from Walmart. With the shopping with the pillars of society that frequent the Lewisburg Walmart. Oh, I hate supporting Walmart. It's a giant company. They dick over their employees. Asa and I shop pretty much exclusively at Target, but Walmart is the most convenient place to go to on the trip home. So obviously, my moral code can be can be thrown out the window for a 15 minute less drive home. So, there's that. Ugh. God. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. Hold on, guys. I might have a surprise for you. I am by the GameStop that... Bill from the Popular Outcast works at, and I'm going to stop in and see if he's in. And maybe he will be the very first guest on Jeff and Motion. We'll see. Nope, I forgot it's Friday, and he always has his son on Friday, so he doesn't work. Holy shit. I'm completely off the rails now. I've stopped and started twice. I don't even know. I hope I came out coherent about the whole men have body issues and it's not cool that it's socially acceptable to call, to make fun of guys for having little dicks. Whatever. There's a topic I want to hit. But I also want to use that topic for the next time I do a stand-up set at Mike No Mike Open Mic. And I know that there's a fairly large crossover. But the thing is, I can go for maybe ten minutes tops. I mean, you know I can speak for like an hour. You're well aware of that. But... For Mike's No Mike Open Mic, to be courteous, I should probably not go any longer than 10. So the topic I'm, I'm thinking about, um, it's a long-ass story with lots of emotions and fucking crazy things. And probably one of the first Jeff in Motion episodes after my stand-up set, I'll talk about it. It involves a, a girl and... About a shit ton of headaches, and it's not something I've talked about on here before. But I don't want to ruin the set because, you know, I'm going to make it funny, hopefully. But I'll probably tackle the same topic a little later on this show and uh, from a more serious angle. Ooh, buy one, get one free fireworks. It is fireworks season. Mm. God damn, do I love fireworks. Something about 
It's like the closest shit you get to magic in real life, you know? You light it on this little tube on fire and just fucking sparks and sounds and uh, colors and yeah, it's goddamn magical. Fireworks. I love them. Love them, love them, love them. Morgan's getting to the age where she might actually be able to enjoy fireworks. And not be utterly terrified of them. Well, I found myself with like 10 minutes left in my drive and I am completely blank. Uh, getting cat food at Walmart. Walmart. Fucking. It's funny. I just spent how long talking about not judging people for their body and whatnot. I walk in and I'm just like, Fucking, hey, that's a fat person. I try, guys, but it's it's so deeply ingrained, and like, I don't. Very very fat people confuse me because I don't understand how it happens. Like, and I'm well aware that there are medical conditions that cause massive weight gain or, like, massive appetite. But, like, just from a numbers perspective, not every fat person can have that, right? Like, it's probably a nurture thing. They grew up overweight and they just it kind of went exponentially from there. But like, and I've always, I've always kind of said like, uh, like how does the, how do you let that happen to yourself? But it's probably a very gradual thing over the entirety of the person's life. Oh, weird, a Radio Shack. Why does that even exist anymore? <sighs> There's nothing in that store you can't get on Amazon for cheaper. By the way, swing by popularoutcast.com. And click on the Amazon banner. Or you could go to jeffinmotion.popularoutcast.com and click on the purple Amazon banner. Um, that's something that we have in all of our podcasts on the Popular Outcast Productions Network. Um, that's one of our very few rules is if you're using our server, we ask you have our Amazon banner. That is your quote-unquote payment we don't charge anyone to be on our network. Um, we're pretty we're pretty open about you know what the content can be and whatnot. We don't like to restrict our shows a lot, but that one thing and one thing I've noticed because I listen to the majority of the shows we put out is when they say click on the Amazon banner, they often say go to popularoutcast.com. And while we did have an Amazon banner on popularoutcast.com, it was very small and towards the bottom of the ads on the left-hand side. So I was like, fuck, we are trying to drive people to this Amazon banner, um, and all of our podcasts are sending them to the wrong place. Because what they're supposed to do is send them to the specific post or their specific page and go to that Amazon banner, not because we track what show gets more clicks, 
um, which I should look into because that'd just be interesting to know. But it's just you know so they can find it, and so it's been months now, and I just kind it kind of hit me. I was like, shit, they're sending them to the wrong place. So I made an Amazon banner for popularoutcast.com. And um, I did some internet trickery where it's on the sidebar if um, you're on a desktop or a tablet. And then it's in the main block when the sidebar drops off if you're on a mobile phone. Uh, Now, one listener has already discovered uh, that for some reason on their computer, both banners show up. And I don't know why, because I can't replicate it on my computer. Oh, the joys of, de- of web design. Having a problem that someone else is seeing that you're not seeing with the same conditions. <sighs> Thank God it was only for the podcast. And it wasn't, none of them were showing up. It was both of them were showing up. So, I mean, it's a bit redundant and a bit obnoxious. But that's part of the joke. Because... You know, everything I do has to have a little bit of a joke to it. Because, I don't know, because humor is my defense mechanism and it's a crutch. But, uh, (laughs) the Amazon banners have in gigantic type the Amazon banner on them. Because that's how they're always referred to. So, yeah. words. I got a text message from my dad about a broken dishwasher, and my words all fell out of my brain. Uh, uh, fuck. God. Means I'm gonna be hand-washing dishes tonight. God, that sucks. And not so much that it's, like, hard or anything, it just takes a lot longer than just, you know, rinsing them off, throwing them in the dishwasher. Pardon me. And we all have a plug for our sink. So that you gotta like shove a washcloth down in there and it doesn't work that well. <sighs> These are probably the worst things that have ever happened to anyone, guys. I can't wait for that fucking ice cream in the morning. Son of a bitch. I had the raspberry ice cream last time. It was really good. But it it sat heavier, like, I couldn't eat more than one bowl of it. But the mint chocolate chip, it's a lighter, it's a lighter ice cream. And motherfuck if I don't sit and eat half of that container ice cream in the morning tomorrow. Mm Mmm, good. I don't have any more smidgens to mix in with it. So there's that. Oh, also, my parents were in Germany, and they got me a t-shirt... That are a button-down, like, Hawaiian-y kind of shirt that I'm pretty sure they found in the head shop because it's tie-dye and the Jamaican flag colors. So, um, what I know about my parents is I know that they didn't think it was a head shop if they were in it, but they probably were naive enough, or at least my mom. My, I know for a fact that both of my pot, my pots smoked parents. Both of my parents smoked pot back in the day because, I mean, it was the 60s and 70s, and it wasn't illegal. I mean, it was, but it practically wasn't. Literally everyone smoked pot back then. 
it was no thing. Just like in the 80s, everyone did coke. So, I mean, it was just a thing. So, they probably, they probably would know if it was a head shop if they were in it. But I remember being in Germany um, back when I was a teenager. And don't get too jealous, guys. It was a church trip, so I didn't get to pick where I went. But we were in this weird, like, kind of, it wasn't Renaissance Fair, but it was this weird, preserved, past town. And it was neat. And, like, there were no, it was surrounded by a wooden wall, like a giant wooden wall. It was like a fortress town. And, like, all the streets, like, you could, all the streets were, like, as thick as alleys. And, because it was, like, a foot traffic city. It was neat. It was really cool. And, like, all the doors were really short because, you know, people were shorter back in the day. But we went into what was, from the front window, looked like a toy shop. It had, like, juggler's balls and kites and, like, things like that. And we're looking around. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's neat. Um, then there's a a stairwell down in the back of the room and we're like oh alright so we go down the stairwell and there's like it's some clothing um, more it, like didn't really fit in with a toy store and we found another set of stairs and we went down those stairs and there are bongs everywhere huge glorious bongs and glass pipes and things like that. And then in the very far corner of that room, behind a glass case, was crack paraphernalia. Um, and cocaine paraphernalia. There was literally, like, a glass tube with a mirror and razor blade, and, like, a spoon and a lighter. Those things were lit- were there. And we're just like, what the fuck kind of store are we in? A store that sells, like, juggling equipment and kites in the top floor and crack paraphernalia in the bottom floor. And, of course, I was flabbergasted because that was, that was back when I was fucking 16 and a good churchy goody-two-shoes kind of guy. Like, I was floored. Well, uh, this episode was supposed to have a topic. I I apologize if you can hear me swallowing. Um, All the shouting I did about men's body issues gave me dry mouth. And um, I know one image that I hate, or one image, one sound that I hate to hear on podcasts is that, like, wet swallow before someone talks. But, like, now that I'm talking about it, I can't stop doing it. I really hope that it's not coming on over the mic. Fuck. Well. No, don't swallow again. I may have literally lost my voice shouting over the rain. Man. I didn't talk about my video games. I'm playing Bioshock Infinite, which I'm liking. I'm liking. There's, like, there's a lot of good similarities, yet differences to 
Bioshock. Oh, I'm having a bit of an OCD issue where I'm not finding enough lockpicks to unlock everything I find. So that's bothering me. But, whatever, whatever. And um, I'm also playing Animal Crossing. Which is fucking great. Even though it's tough to explain why. Because it's, like, the concept of the game is super fucking boring. Like, you farm and fish and pay off loans and shit like that. Like, it doesn't sound like a very enthralling game. Fucking A, it's fun. And, like, this time around, we've got a kind of large community around it. Like, we've got, like, a Facebook group where people are, like, trading their info so they can visit each other's towns and stuff. Like... It's it's a lot, it's looking like it's going to be a lot of fun um, until everyone loses interest when Pokemon comes out in October because that's going to happen. But I'm stoked to get home and play that because the um, son of a gun because the uh, club LOL opened up, um, which in this Animal Crossing game there, you have a main street. Which uh, starts out pretty kind of kind of shady. Like the main shop is like a wooden shack, and like there aren't a lot of stores. But as you progress and your town gets more and more wealthy, the stores renovate and more stores move into town. But we just had the nightclub move into town. It's a comedy club slash nightclub, and I'm excited for that because that means I will be able to get emotes um, by giving fruit to the comedian. And he teaches you how to, like, make emotes, which sad doesn't sound that useful, but when you do a lot of multiplaying, um, the, like, the message typing uh, UI isn't very innovative, and it's pretty arduous to type out things. So just having a quick reference to be, like, happy, sad, angry, hello, embarrassed, that, that's actually very useful. And it's fairly late game that you actually unlock the ability to do that. And then you can only unlock one emotion a day. So, like, you've really got to work for every... And, like, not... There isn't, like, Animal Crossing days. It, like, Animal Crossing days are real days. I, I, I have talked Animal Crossing in at least six different episodes of different podcasts on our network right now. If you can't tell that there is a Animal Crossing epidemic going through the Popular Outcast Productions Network, um, then you aren't listening to all of our podcasts. Which you don't have to. Whatever. Listen to what you want to. I'm not the president of your listening to podcasts. Oh, fucking A, guys. Almost home. Oh, oh. It took a lot out of me. Got kind of passionate there. I really hope I didn't end up just sounding like an asshole. I had, like, points and, like, specific issues I wanted to hit when I was taking a shower this morning. And then a work of, and then a work of being a day all day. A day of being at work all day. And, wow, well, that was redundant. Fuck. Uh, whatever. My brain just is not firing on all cylinders anymore. After being at work all day, a lot of the specifics kind of flooded out of my brain. Yes, I should have wrote them down. 
or jotted them down. Why are there so many cars in my yard? Did they throw a party? No, it's most likely that I live next to an auto body shop and they probably decided to use my yard as parking. Alright. Gonna take a picture of myself. Okay. Now, now that I think I look attractive, I care more about my picture. Oh, what is a boy to do? That's good. Alrighty. Have a good weekend, guys. I'm going to eat ice cream until I'm sick tomorrow morning. Um, see you Monday.